Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, I, I after our game, I completely switched off from the NFL this weekend. Did I read that Khalil Mack had six sacks on Sunday? Six. Yeah, and then the, last night, Seattle boy, boy, the Giants' offensive line. It was 11, 11 sacks last night, wasn't it for uh, Seattle? Yeah, but six sacks—is that a record? Or in nineteen fifty-two, the Eagles sacked the Giants fourteen times. Holy shit! <laughs> In 2007, the Eagles sacked the Giants quarterback 12 times. That was just 2007. It was a 3-16 to 16 game. <laughs> What's up, Houdat Nation? And welcome to the Dome Patrol Podcast. What's up, Huda Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeff. And on this episode, uh, I'll say this. If you listened to the instant reaction on for, for Sunday's game against the Bucks, then you're probably going to be playing this episode to see how Jason and James feel after two days rest. You can also expect maybe a more measured response from Wesley. But if Wesley is ready to burn it all to the ground, then you know that we have hit rock bottom. But I suspect he isn't quite as ready to give up on the season. For those of you who are looking for a new hope, perhaps this episode will help or not. We shall see. So put your legs inside your earbuds at all times. Keep your seatbelts on. I reverse that and enjoy the show. <laughs> Sound like me. Yeah. So I was. I thought you rewrote the intro. <laughs> Only in my head. Yeah. All right, so picking up where you left off on the very uh, to comical approach, I guess, to the the state of the Saints. Uh, let's check in with Wesley. You were not on the instant reaction. Uh, so what was your instant reaction? What would you have said had you been on that episode? Um, I would have been um, supportive of firing Pete Carmichael um, that day. Um, now, the, the, the next day, I had a, a different take that we should fire Pete Carmichael if there's someone that is willing to replace him that is available to start on Tuesday. <laughs> um, then I then then I was a name to... in mind. Do what? Do we have a name in mind? Oh, John Gruden. Anyone? Yeah, I, I mean, oh, so I'm I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just gonna assume a that warm they, body in in my perfect situation of the Saints trying to do something about this. They call John Gruden on Sunday night and they's like, hey, John, are you available to start on Monday? 
and John's got a couple of things going on. Maybe he might be having a knee surgery. We don't know, but he could be on vacation in Hawaii. Um, he Maybe could he's be not allowed to coach email, in the NFL, scrubbing his email accounts um, before <laughs> taking a job in the NFL. Um, litany of reasons that John says, not yet. Give me till November 1st, maybe, or whenever he's saying, I'm just using that as a date. So my, my hope is that the reason that the, the, the <laughs> Carmichael wasn't fired. Um, cause I, cause I don't think as much as I think Pete Carmichael doesn't deserve a job. That doesn't mean that, um, you know, Maroney should be calling the plays either. I'm not, I, I think that would, that would be worse. We, we don't replace it with something worse. Um, which the solution's not in house. Can it be worse? Yeah, I mean, they talked about Curry calling plays in the in the preseason, um, but yeah, I don't think the solutions in house either. Um, that wouldn't make that wouldn't make a lot of sense. So, I, I mean, again, you're you're trying to hire someone who doesn't have a job right now. To, there's not many people. Like the list is probably John Gruden. I mean, you you can't you can't get an interview with Joe Brady on Sunday night to right. hire him midseason. Like none of that's happening. Would John it's, Gruden? Be an OC versus a head coach, or is he even allowed I, to be a head I coach? I think he's. I think he's got to understand that that he is not just stepping into a head coaching job, whenever that is, whether it's this year or three years from now. He's going to have, have to, to have have a dudes. job, prove that he's starting over, good to work with, and and I, I think he'll be a head coach in two years again when whenever he takes that OC job. Yeah, but um. I I don't think we should burn it all down. I think that we should burn Pete Mar- Carmichael at the stake. All right. Jason James, after Sunday, here in Wesley's rebuttal. I feel, What's your feeling? I mean, I, I feel the same. I, I I don't have any faith in anybody in this organization right now to, to do anything right. How, why would I? What have they shown that would lead me to think, you know what, they're 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 going to fix this. They've done nothing. Dennis Allen's a career loser. Pete Carmichael can't do shit. I mean, especially we've had a couple of days to now see some of the highlights of some of the plays that he called and ran. Like what? I, I just I, I this I just have no faith. I have none. I have no no belief in anybody. Are we on talking about the play? Was it really play calling? Was it execution? I mean, it, it's it's all of it. Everything sucks, but that goes down to everything. But it, it's it starts at the top. It's everything. Because, because somebody made a comment on the instant reaction that I think like almost leads to more execute. I mean, you've got a star-studded receiver room, and Derek Carr is holding the ball too long. He's either holding the ball too long because that's what Derek Carr does, or he's trying to show the offense how much faith he has in or the offensive line, how much faith he, faith he has in him, which he shouldn't. Or the receivers aren't this, getting this open. week. This week, the offensive line. Yeah, they was did. Good. Yeah, he he actually held the ball long and didn't get sacked every so, time. Well, but so, so but, but, but are just, the receivers not getting open? Yeah. Well, so I mean, we've seen multiple plays this year where we have two receivers running next to each other down the field. That's not Derek Carr's fault. That's not the offensive line's fault. That it's is, and and those receivers aren't stupid. Like like just both multiple times running the wrong route. Like. We've got something weird going on with our play calling and, to be fair, play design, possibly. Um, And so I 100% agree Derek Carr is holding the ball too long. He got sacked three times. That's not an atrocious reason why you score nine points. Um, And and our offensive line 
was not terrible. And Max Garcia played significant snaps, and he was terrible, but the offensive line was okay this week. But we get to this. We have multiple plays. So, one, I'll just say all of us, what was our number one thing for the offense going into this game? All of us were, in most Saints fans, get the ball in Alvin Kamara's hands. Yep. Uh, we did that. A lot of times. <laughs> and it didn't work. 13 passes for 33 yards. It's the, the, the it, record setting it, offense, baby. It, record okay. setting. But I'm just saying, so so we did. We crammed it down. Like, this is the key to victory. If if any of us have been told Alvin Kamara's gonna have 13 catches in this game, we're like, fucking victory. And this All is his first us. game back from but, suspension. All the hype that he generated himself. But they were incredibly terrible play designs where he had no Alvin yeah. Kamara averaged less than three yards per reception. I mean, like, it's impossible. And Alvin Kamara looked great. Like, that wasn't because Alvin Kamara just stood still once he caught it or wasn't explosive. But it wasn't last he year's also, Kamara. He also, this is, the I think, the most muscular we've ever seen him, too. He didn't slow down at all, but he looked huge. Uh, and, and so, I don't believe that Derek Carr got him the ball a whole bunch of times. Alvin Kamara caught the ball and was put in bad positions. Also. Just talking about play design. We have multiple plays where multi- two receivers are standing next to each other running down the field. Stupid. How many plays did we have where Jimmy Graham was the lead blocker or Lynn Bowden was an important blocker on the play? What the fuck is going on? I get it. Juwan Johnson got hurt. Take the play out where the tight end has to block somebody. Yep. That play's gone. It's not just like, oh, well, Jimmy, you go do it. Right. It's, and that was the mistake last year. He didn't adapt. And to then, the situation we, that we, he had. Well, and then again, so adapting to a situation where you have Taysom, who who has been here for years now, we run a play that if Taysom and Derek Carr are standing in the opposite positions, it's a it's a play that fucking works. And Taysom runs for a touchdown. Instead, we do some double reverse weirdest thing where again, Lynn Bowden is asked to throw the key block on a huge defender, which he de- I mean he's a long way away doesn't even get close to blocking him on just the weird like and again we'll say i'm glad pete was getting creative but it (laughs) and he had the players to that's a weird play he has the players to run that play successfully yeah he ran it with the wrong players like it's just the it's the weird shit yeah there was there was some strange things though hardly any targets to chris alave in the game the whole avoiding... I will say, I think Olave was hurt in this game. He got hit two times really hard early. I, and I've, I saw people making things like Olave's heart wasn't in it. I think he got fucked up. I think he was hurt and just wasn't coming out of the game. So I agree with what you're saying, James, but I, I think, yeah, I think he I mean, was there was rooted. one hit where he got absolutely just murdered. It, it, I thought they were fixing to grab him for concussion protocol because he didn't want to get up and he, he, I mean, he, he wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we've all we've probably all seen it back now on on Twitter. There's 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 three plays where there's literally nobody in the middle of the field. The Bucks don't bother defending it. We haven't got a receiver going anywhere near it, and all the throws are outside the outside the numbers, tight window. You know, Derek Carr was supposed to come in to help us get catches across the middle because we had that issue last year with Dalton and Jameis Winston. They couldn't complete catches across the middle. But it seems as though Pete Carmichael has just taken those plays out of the play. We're not calling plays across the middle. Yeah. They don't and this seems like the kind of offense where 
that would be there. Yeah. I mean, you've got three speedy, good receivers that people are going to like, I got to pay attention to those guys. Just like get a running back that isn't Adam Prentice to run up and turn around. By the way, seven career carries. Seven career carries for Adam Prentice. What the fuck? Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, on on that on that fumble, the the, the play shouldn't have been from the one yard line anyway. It should have been. A and I agree. Back, I think anyway. we, we yeah we got fucked on that. Yeah. We should have had the ball at the twenty. None of that should have been happening. But that's but not gonna. That you deal doesn't... with that situation. It is what yeah. it's, you don't hand the ball to Adam Prentice. No, no, you don't. You don't. Too many times. So like just like you don't talk... hand the ball to Derek Carr who laterals it to somebody else on a double reverse. I feel like from now on, whenever we talk about Carmichael, you got to play the Stranger Things soundtrack. <laughs> uh. Well, here, Here's the deal is all of us, and even Jason, who wasn't su- supportive of Pete Carmichael, said, okay, with this roster, maybe there's a chance, and I even you, we got Jason up to 10 wins with this talented roster, but we all agreed, there's no fucking excuses anymore. No. Nope. Pete Carmichael there is no excuse for this offense. And I'm not going to blame this on Michael Thomas or Chris Olave. I'm not going to blame it on Derek Carr. There is something that's we've had a lot of different quarterbacks and this offense isn't working. Right. They, they are, you've had a different personnels. The off and, and, and this is a divisional game at home. You got Alvin Kamara back. There's every reason to be up. And this team was lethargic. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was almost like they didn't want to be there or they didn't know. I don't know. It just didn't feel like, I don't know. The defense tried, but they, it just, at some point you just can't try anymore. I mean, I think that there were times where the defense got a little bit hype and they were, you know, celebrating and doing what they could to motivate each other, but it wasn't complimentary football. And then the fans start turning on them, which I was surprised how early the fans started turning. Oh, on no, the team. you know, it was I, I was there. Like I said, I was and, I was almost you, ready were, to walk people, out. At halftime. Who were people booing? Because it almost felt like at times they were booing Derek Carr. Oh, they were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. Carr and and Carr Michael. <laughs> if you got Carr in your name, right. this booze for you. But this, this also we could hear on the TV broadcast um, at the start of the third quarter, uh, a, a slight like. Uh, chant coming from the the, the dome. It was, it was like Jameis. James. Was were you in that number? <laughs> were you chanting Jameis's name at the start of the third quarter? Uh, no, I wasn't. I was going to let everybody else do it. It's not that I didn't think it, but at this point, You're you too throw busy him doing the wave. No. Well, no, you, you, no, Jace, Jason was walking to the bathroom. Oh, that's miles away. Yeah, from his seat. and, and yeah. how much of what what we don't know is there's maybe there are like like you said, Olave might have been hurting. Carr wasn't a hundred percent. Like there, we might have been facing us like a little bit of a players are dinged up already. But, and you oh, don't know what they're playing no. through. But I, but I think everybody everybody was unhealthy except for Alvin Kamara that was playing in that game. And I just I just think again, key key time where we have Rashid Shahid running down the sideline on what I mean we've seen completed. Michael Thomas is for some reason running right next to him, bringing a second cornerback and the safety over. It I mean, and I saw people going like, was he triple covered? No, Michael Thomas was double covered and brought two people with him. On a the play that we've seen work yeah. twice with Rashid, who should have been by himself. And I, I'll, I'm going to lean on the Alvin Kamara stuff. I mean, you don't there's, think that could be Thomas? 13 catches by route? Alvin Kamara should be a victory. Mm-hmm. It should be 12 yards per reception. That's yeah. 150 yards. I mean, ball game. 
Not with and, Pete. And and he here's here's a big thing that's a, a big another big problem amongst all the problems. One of the things last year is that despite as, as bad as we were, I think Allen still had the locker room. Now I think you're going to start seeing players quit because they realize what the fuck is going on here. Like they you they're starting to see it. They're starting they're, to realize. The Derek Carr comment of "We know what the problem is," and then he didn't say anything. He didn't say like, "And it's this, and we're gonna." Fi-. He, I don't know. It was it Did was a cough? vague. It was a vague. <laughs> and I heard I heard um uh Brooke for uh, New Orleans Football says she th- she thought she took it as a shot at Pete Carmichael. Um, I think that. Uh, Nick and Mike, I think we we're kind of back and forth on, but she was like, "That's a shot." At, to me, it was a shot at P. Carmichael, and I agree because so it's not a time to be vague. The people who are saying like Carr is, I mean, y'all said it on the instant reaction, Jason and James, and, and with Damon that like Carr is not who you thought he was. Carr is not a good quarterback, as we're he's, saying. He's average at, at best. Now, look, he, I think so he's Andy I, Dalton. He's, I don't know, but who, eh. which which quarterback would be good in this offense this year, the way it's running? I mean, yeah. well, no one at this point. I, I would even Drew Brees. I, at, at this point, I want them to run well, into Drew the huddle be, but... and Derek Carr, Alvin Kamara, and Chris Olave and Michael Thomas just to like draw the play in the ground in the dirt like they're the playground and be like, "Hey, fuck that, we're doing this." And He's, here's another thing: Why okay, doesn't so, Carr so, do that? Well, so hold on, our offense. Well, well he has like so check our out offense. Our offense has very rarely been successful this year. Let's agree on that. Very few drives. Correct. The drives that has been successful have been hurry up drives, which are we don't call timeouts. We rush to the line. Derek Carr calls the play from the line and we drive down the field and then somebody will go out of bounds or a timeout happens. Yep. We huddle up, we get a play call and it fucking stops and it's and we kick a field goal or we punt. So I'll, I'll just bring that up. Yeah. I, I think if you uh-huh. reflect back on pretty much the only time and I'm going to I'm going to do one plus one equals two here. The times our offense has been successful this year has been mostly when Derek Carr is the offensive coordinator calling the plays. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, that's ignorant. So, that's, ru- so, that's rushing to the line, calling plays in real time with hand signals and screaming at people and just moving the offense and not. He was the reason she went deep in week one to ice the game. It was he he yeah. told Carmichael what play to call. So yeah. So so Jeff, you mentioned Andy Dalton before. I mm-hmm. I had a little look today at the stats for Dalton in his first four games for the Saints versus the stats for Derek Carr. Now, bearing in mind, Derek Carr has only played three and a half, not four. So Derek Carr is currently 763 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Andy Dalton, 956 yards, seven touchdowns, four interceptions. Way better personnel for Derek Carr's team. Derek Carr has way better. That's what yes, I'm saying. Derek Carr, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Derek, way Derek, better the, personnel. The, so Derek Carr, Carr has a better have supporting better stats. cast. Yeah, yeah, 100%. it's it, yeah. Look, obviously the offense is shit, but Carr has also not played very well. He holds on to the ball too long, and I, I mentioned it last week. I did in the text chat. I didn't think he should have played this week. Just give him a week off and let him come back later. And I don't know that Jameis would have been any better in this offense. I haven't seen but, anything from Jameis to make me feel like he would be better. Right, but we last seen year, I'm talking about I mean, last Jameis, week. Too. Jameis put Different into personnel. a game where the only play was to bomb it down the field, and I mean, no, I, I'm not 50, even 50 counting 50 this pass. week against him. I'm, but the last week he had what three three and outs in a row, and I he had, get, a, broken, like, he had a broken back last year. No, no, so last he week. got to play one game last healthy. week. I mean, last oh. week, not yeah, yeah. 
Actually, he led us to a game-winning field goal last week. Ah, uh, we yeah. We want to talk about that. Mm. <laughs> I thought we ran the ball to do that now. <laughs> they were scared of the pass because they knew the arm talent was there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fine. Then you let me join the Jameis chance. I mean, I'm, I'm not ready to give up on Derek Carr yet. I'm not there no. yet. I am ready to give up on Pete Carmichael, though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Are you ready I mean, to give up on our Houston trip? Because... That's uh, looking pretty. I'm starting to regret buying those tickets. Right. Well, the good thing is Houston's doing well. You might be able to sell them and make a profit. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm seriously considered. Like James, you're not coming in, right? Not for that game, no. I mean, you want to try to sell them? I mean, I'm not, like, <laughs> I got a wedding to go to Thursday night. I got to go to then come back home, then go to could, could maybe Monroe Friday night for a football game. For I've got a lot of driving yeah. to do that weekend. <laughs> you already. don't need to discuss that is, now, though, do we? Is, well, no, the, I think that I think even me, the fans, the listeners, that this is where we are. We are at the point where like us who are big fans, right? So, we have a podcast so and I'm even willing, like, I don't, like, why do I, why do I need to go waste my time and money to go watch this? Because if we, I mean, figure out anything and beat the Patriots, you're going to be really excited about wanting to be at the game in Houston <laughs> where we take on a rookie quarterback and hopefully beat the Texans. Okay, Jeff, so when we lose this week, then you can right, sell them. that's what I'm hearing. Is we, they go for sale. Anybody want to buy me and Jason's tickets, they'll be on sale on Monday. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the price has just gone up. I, I, I will say that just with, uh, we can sit there and say that the Patriots and Texans aren't that great, um, which is 100% correct, but with the way our offense is struggling, needing to try some new things, I'm not sure facing Bill Belichick and then D'Amico Ryan's is is the best. And again, those are at least defensive-minded guys who are going to make things awkward for you. Um, they don't really have necessarily the the, the talent to to win a lot of games. But um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> again, I I think I'm going to stop with saying until we can prove we can do it of saying like, well, we're going to beat this team because we have more talent on the roster because that that hasn't worked the last two weeks. That's not. And it worked. Right twi- it worked the first two weeks in very very close games. And then stopped working. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait till I actually see because um, because right now I, I really thought that our roster was too talented that even with bad coaching and and Jason I think that was your reason of going to ten wins you didn't necessarily start believing in Dennis Allen or Pete Carmichael but it was just more like nobody can fuck this up right like uh, well, nobody well we found somebody who can yeah. <laughs> we should have known now it was our fault is, we should have known it was our fault. week four. Now, wasn't it the London game was week four as well yep. last year? Yeah. Yes. And that game, we walked out of that game feeling the almost exact same way as we feel walking away from this game. Like, I've, no, I, no, I felt much worse. This I'm, I felt wor- much no, I, worse. You feel worse now? Yes, 100% I feel yeah. worse. See, because I don't. I, oh, I yeah. knew with our limited... With our limited, I felt worse that I spent fifty thousand dollars to go watch them. No, I'm kidding. I feel I felt worse last year because I think we had expectation. We didn't have like a, there was nothing behind us to saying like, oh, this isn't going to work. Like it's, and then it was just that realization that like, oh shit, this is not working and it won't work. Whereas this year, after this week's game, it, I don't know. I was just, oh, just we, more like, I'm not surprised. Jeff, this is, is that not going to la- work. Is that the last game where we scored over twenty points? We scored twenty five in that. We did. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it was it was it after that but we scored 25 in that with this defense if we had scored 25 even if we lost i'd be just i'd be just fine i don't know i felt la- like there was less 
hope at the end of last year's week four game than then yet this year it I, I, maybe because i didn't have as much hope to lose yes you know what i mean like i only lost wait how, i think I how know. did you not have as much hope like you were coming I in was, what, what was your was record the, prediction Jameis for this james heard is eh, back james will be important. back in two weeks <laughs> so even even if we suck for two or three weeks you know james is gonna get a starting job back and be just fine and then he never started mm-hmm. again yeah. No, I mean, like all offseason, everything like, yes, I was hyping myself up and want I'm choosing to believe in something that I had no that. Yeah. Like Jason, you were the voice of reason. It doesn't mean we had to be reasonable. All four of us like you got to be the voice of reason. We got to be the fanatics. But at this point, we're four games in the realist starts to set in like they, I don't see like you don't. That, we haven't seen anything change from last year. To this year, so what makes me think that anything's going to change in week five, week six, week seven, week eight? It's That's why you change. should feel more hopeless. Well, I, I, I don't but know I, if you could, but I, I, my hope went from a hundred to set to twenty last year, and now it just went from like thirty to zero. That was just the British beer lost, you had last year. We had way more, way less hope last year than we did yeah. this year coming this, into this, the season. This, this defense has proven that it's generally going to be a very good defense, and we have upgraded. Our right. roster, um, and like honestly, I'm just not letting it affect me. I like, guess it's I, just like, I don't you know what they suck. That's on them. I don't want to pretend I know how many weeks it would. And John Gruden's not walking to the door tomorrow. I, I don't want to pretend I understand how many weeks it would take for him to have everybody understanding his offense. Um, but I just have to think that there's going to be some adjustment. What I what I don't understand is after the game. Um, Dennis Allen said that this was a team that he had just talked to him and he thought this team was going to respond well to adversity. And what I don't understand is wasn't the adversity the second half against the Packers? Like, yep. shouldn't this game have been the response to adversity? Like, how how many games do you lose before you admit that you're having adversity? He's the adversity. He is the adversity. PNP Carmichael. Oh, Pete Michael, come on. That man does and, not deserve respect. And the rest of the organization. I mean, that was the rest of the instant reaction where y'all were pretty much like, you don't believe in Mickey and <sighs> and Gail being like, she's an interior designer who inherited an NFL football team. Like when you start to look at it from that angle, we're fucked. They've been, they've been, they this rest- organization is like, it is so funny how much all the work that Sean Payton did to change the culture of the New Orleans Saints the whole time he was here and he's gone for one year and we're back to where we were. Well, because they're like, let's, let's just keep like, it going and you, you lose the, immediately. You lose the two main pieces. And again, like I said, like so much more of this was Drew Brees than we thought. It, 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 it really was. And the organization just, mm-hmm. hey, look, they had this guy here. They were able to win and, they don't have to do a fucking do anything. Yeah, we'll make our moves. And it's part of the, the difference in philosophy, like kicking the can down the road and extending contracts. Yeah, that works when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. When you don't, that whole philosophy will not work. And yet they're still doing the same philosophy. There's no there's no adapting here. They're doing the same thing, hoping it's going to work. And oh, shit, it's not not going to work. So when are they going to re- when are they actually going to realize, holy shit, this isn't going to work? Like they, you said, or, when people stop paying for tickets, and I think you're, I think you're going to see that too. Yeah, it's not going to be a full stadium the next home game. Oh no, no. I, I mean, uh, they would have to go on a, on a. They would have to, our next two games are on the road. They'd have to win both games. I think. The thing yeah. is, and I mean, I'm, I'm saying us. I'm including me in this. I think it was probably pretty stupid of all of us 
to say that, you know, there's been over 700 quarterbacks in NFL history that have started a game and that we had one of the, depending whoever, however you want to debate, but top 10 of all time. And us thinking that just getting somebody that was okay and top 15 in the league in this year was, was okay. Like I, I, and Jason, I know you kind of said it quickly, but like we've all underestimated, I mean, and I get the last couple of years probably soured us when Drew was falling apart, but he was still one of the top 10 quarterbacks of all time. And yeah. um, obviously I'm just one of, before I get beaten up, I think that he's higher than 10. I'm saying that so that nobody will argue except for Chris Sims. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but it's when you're saying there's been that many people and he's one of the top ever to do it. Even if you get one, that's one of the better ones to do it right now, there's a significant fall off there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but also I don't, the I don't, guys I don't think, who I don't are... know if it's a knock on everybody else. They go like, "Oh, well, there was a bigger fall off than we thought when we lost Breeze. Like we thought we could have held it together." I mean, it's it's a this is a complicated, weird offense, and there's a reason that nobody's running it the way we are. Like there's other teams that are doing similar stuff, but not nothing like us. And maybe there's a reason that it worked for one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and not others. But meanwhile, Brock Purdy is outperforming Derek Carr. Oh, look, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are outperforming Derek Carr. CJ Stroud is outperforming. Right. Derek like Carr. you don't have to be a, the like we we Derek Carr should be winning, even if he's the thirteenth best quarterback in the league today. He, we should be Well, he's not better and and winning. Like we have a winning record technically, right? I mean we're we're, we're two and two. Two and two, whatever. We're not, we're not, we don't have a losing record. We don't have a Dennis yeah. Allen record. Yeah. But like, but I mean, there is yeah. something to play call. He like, should have an just... offense that's moving. Oh yeah. No, right. Yeah, sure. But there that's, is. What, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I'm, I'm pointing the finger at Carmichael. I mean, at the end, it's, it, it comes back to, to Pete Michael. Or... It does. But I mean, look, Car, it's a lot on, on Michael, but car, car has to take some blame too. I mean, every, there's a lot of blame to go around. I mean, at this point, with if Carr is blameless. saying that he knows what the problem is, then I expect this week against the Patriots that he's going to start calling out of place, changing the play at the line. So, like, prove it, dude. Put your money where your mouth is. That, that would it, require the Saints to adapt, Jeff. They don't do that. Well, what are they going to do? He's going to start winning? I I think that we, we could have a serious losing streak on our hands. I'm not See? going there. I'm not going there either. Yeah, that's. I mean, okay. Hey, look, that's that's fine. I know. I'm I'm the one guy of reason. I get it. Yeah. I'm the I one have no reason, reason to believe look, that we won't. Yeah. We're two and two, but we are one kick away from being three and one. And I know we're not playing well. I know we're not, but we are one kick away from being three and one. Yeah, like oh, hold on. You, you think Green Bay wouldn't like have come back here. after we kicked the field goal? You think Green Bay wouldn't have come back? And y- yes. A field yes, goal to I beat don't. Us? Yes, I don't think they would have been whatever. Okay. 50 okay. seconds driven the entire field. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I genuinely, we, we're like, like, was a makeable kick away from being three and one. And yes, we're not yeah. playing well. And, and, and again, the, our, even with this terrible, terrible game, if we make the field goal in Green Bay and are three and one, we go, oh, it's just one of those fucking games where nobody shows up and, you know, everybody gets one or two a year where the whole team underperforms. We'd be doing that right now. Eh, not, I no, not Nat. Eh. If no, we were three we, and no o, I wouldn't. We'd have four, if, game, if four games ago, of our, scoring if, how many points? If a week ago this our episode recorded was about being 3-0, and o, and then we lost the first game of the year, even if we lost it 35-0, to zero, it would be like, eh, it's just one of those fucking games, guys, you know? 
Everybody Bad has game. one or two All a year right. where it happens. It's well, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, I've done a few shows with you. I okay. All right. Final thoughts. Pretty final. That was a final. Thought. Uh, okay. Final thoughts. We got a, a pretty big week. We got uh, the Ahsoka finale, and, and we've got the time this publishes that set, will have already been released. And we've got the Loki premiere. Oh, we got a set of alarm. I, I say the the Ahsoka finale was great. Ooh, by the time <laughs> people are listening, yeah. Uh, and we have the Loki premiere mm, next and week. We got, or that, that, talk about that? not being able to get but, any worse. And we've got uh, week week two of Survivor, which. Yeah. Week one was pretty underwhelming. I tell you what, the Yellow does, Tribe should be named the Saints. Does, does, yeah. does, does, <laughs> does Carmichael they, put that team together? Is right. Loki using the same directors from last year? Because that's basically like bringing Pete Carmichael back. They Loki's are just using keep doing what directors. they're doing. <laughs> yeah, keep doing what All you're right. doing, Disney. I, I, it. I have a final thought today, and it is back Fuck talking you, about. You know, I know it is back talking about the Saints. I was going to go first, but Jason jumped in with his TV <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Two two positives from the game last week. Trevor Penning. Much, much better performance. Yes. Much better performance. Pass good, blocking uh, and run blocking. Good old line and, coaching. And Brian Brzee. Yeah. yeah. Really, really good. The, the play where he got into the backfield to hit the runner just as he was getting the handoff and his one sack today. We've We've got a serious, serious player on our hands there. And uh, yeah, so two positives from last Ooh, week. Another great player to waste. <laughs> Not bringing up the Blake Groupie who's three for three. We, are, we already brought that up on the I saved that for you, Wesley. I saved that for you. I mean, he, he he's back. Um, is he going to lead the NFL in scoring this year? I don't I don't know. But... We've leading the Saints in scoring for sure. For, for sure. Like with, <laughs> yeah. without a doubt. It's uh... He's a regular Morton Anderson. <laughs> Maybe Pete uh, Michael went to the school of Carl Smith. Uh, Pete Smith. All right. New name. Pete Smith. Pete Smith. Done. Pete, Pete Carl Smith. No, he doesn't even get the car. Pete Smith. I like it. <laughs> Pete Smith. Long season. For those of you new fans, you can go Google Carl Smith and realize that uh, we've been here before as Saints fans. For all of not you a, new fans, a, what, welcome to what, what it was like back then. then. Right. All right, that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends about the Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Don't Patrol Podcast. Follow us on X at Don't Patrol PCAST and at Don't Patrol UK. If you want to participate in game day chat, DM us on X to get an invitation to the Don't Patrol Discord server. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Give each episode a five-star rating, comment, and set up auto-download so you can listen to the Don't Patrol podcast anytime, anywhere. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, Pete Michael donkeys. The Dome Patrol Podcast is the official Saints podcast of the Fans First Sports Network.